Our passion reading continues again from St. Matthew, the 27th chapter. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner whom they wanted. And they had then a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him. Besides, while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, Have nothing to do with that righteous man, for I have suffered much because of him today in a dream. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said, Let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered, His blood be on us and on our children. Then he released them for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters, and they gathered the whole battalion before him. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him, and twisted together a crown of thorns. They put it on his head, put a reed in his hand, and kneeling before him, they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they spit on him, and took the reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the robe, and put his own clothes on him, and led him away to crucify him. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Our text for tonight is Psalm 143, which we prayed earlier this evening. We'll also be examining the explanation of the office of the peace that was the focus of our children's message. Psalm 143, verse 3. The enemy has pursued my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. That is how Satan works, my friend. Satan follows after the Christian and houses him until the day that he dies. Satan's one and only goal is to get you to deny Christ and his word of forgiveness. And Satan's greatest weapon of war is the lie. Satan lies and he deceives the Christian into believing that you don't sin. Or he deceives you into thinking that your sin really isn't so bad, that you really don't need Christ and his words of forgiveness. And that is why we, as Christians, must pray the penitential psalms, including Psalm 143. They teach us who we are as sinners who cling to Christ alone and his word of absolution. The psalms teach us what the Christian life is all about. They teach us about sin and about forgiveness. In other words, we may well say with Luther that the song.
are before us. Let's look at the catechism again. Which sins are these? Consider your place in life according to the Ten Commandments. Are you a father, mother, son, daughter, husband, wife, or worker? Have you been disobedient, unfaithful, or lazy? Have you been hot-tempered, rude, or quarrelsome? Have you hurt someone by your words and deeds? Have you stolen, been negligent, wasted anything, or none, or done any harm? Notice that what we consider the big sins, like, say, the sin of murder, is not listed here. There's no grand theft auto or adultery or rebellion. These sins mentioned in the Catechism are a part of your daily life. And notice where they start. Who are you? Father, mother, son, daughter, husband, wife, or worker. Each of us has a call, a vocation where God has placed us. That, this is where God has given you to live and to work. And it is in that calling, in that vocation, that we need law and gospel, condemnation and absolution. Who among us has not been unfaithful or lazy, hot-tempered or rude or quarrelsome? Have you picked a verbal fight with a co-worker or a friend because you didn't get your way? Have you heard others by your words or your deeds? Have you stolen from your employer by not working if you know that you should? Have you wasted the gifts that God has given you? Have you stolen from God by not giving to the church? These are real sins. But to the eyes of the world, they aren't big sins. They're trifles, nothing to really be concerned about. Yet it is these very trifles that God died on the cross to forgive. If God takes them so seriously, perhaps we should as well. So that is why we have confession and absolution. God wants these sins gone from your life forever. He wants them cast into the depth of the sea so that you may rise again as a new son or daughter in Jesus' name. This Lent, we have taken a journey to God's gift of absolution. It is easy to focus on the sins of the act of confession. Some of you may have partaken of God's gift of individual confession and absolution. For those who have done this, you know that it is hard to confess. The words don't come out right. It's embarrassing, or almost like it's making you just seem like much ado about nothing. I mean, who cares about how I treat my family or what I get work for whatever my sin might be? But that is the whole point. God cares. He cares so much that he sent his son over to death so that you might live. When Jesus said it is finished from the cross, he's talking about your sin. Yes, he's talking about the time you were angry with your wife. He's talking about the time you nagged your husband and wouldn't give him any rest. He's talking about the time you gave your parents a silent treatment and rebelled against their wishes. He's talking about the time you refused to do what your boss asked you to do at work. All of these, and so many, many more. We've learned about, a lot about God's gift of individual confession and absolution this Lent. I know this has been a new journey for 
That is our hope. That is our trust. That 